Hey, how you guys doing? This is Medusa from Brothers Comics. Welcome to What We Missed in Wrestling, our, our professional wrestling recap show from 1989 this year, a number, get down, another summer. And this actually, uh, year's podcast is actually, or this pay-per-view is actually going to be from the summer of 1989. We're going back to the Great American Bash, July of 1989. We always recap this after the introductions. Um... We finally out of high school, brother. Beavis. Like, we free. Well, at least we thought we was free. And everybody wanted that freedom. And then life was like, hey, by the way, I'm here too. Uh, so yeah, it's July of 89. Are you already at your college destination or are you? Uh, no. Yeah. You're kicking it one last summer. Yeah. One last summer. Um, not yet, not yet on my road to wage slavery yet, but you know, getting there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Hutch still the army, uh, army working for the government. Government, yeah, something like that. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I know. I, my college choice was probably middle of August. I can't remember exactly, but I would imagine I'm right there. Like I hadn't left yet, but it was getting very, very close. Um, Hutch, did you take me the first year? Yeah, you did. I you did. Yeah, that, the, the plane of yeah, that's a yeah, that's a freaking. <laughs> 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 yeah that was dark side of the ring episode yeah that yeah. was awful yeah I, I pulled up man i didn't know who my roommate was or whatever and hutch is like it was some freaking big geek and he was an army geek too that's probably why hutch knew freaking shaved head from being there big old glasses or whatever he's like i bet that's your roommate i'm like shut the fuck up oh he was that lasted a, <laughs> <laughs> that lasted a semester uh, yeah, nigga had sex on my bed. Different podcast, y'all. All right, so here we go. <laughs> Whoa, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all took right. a turn. This is yeah, like an unexpected Yeah, somebody, for real. Somebody got pinned. So, at, if you watch this podcast, <laughs> uh, podcast, if you watch this pay per view on Peacock at the beginning, um, this is some low rent shit. To be perfectly honest <laughs> with you, at the beginning, that is, this is VHS, possibly at its worse brother beavis like at the running thing the introduction of we're baltimore i mean it's just it's a lot yeah and they um they kept talking about the sellout crowd but the crowd was dead yeah uh, very, uh, much of this and yeah. i kept trying to figure out if they were like shooting one side of the ring or blacked it out or whatever <laughs> i guess baltimore is a fairly tricky wrestling town but uh yes. there was yeah and the funny the other funny thing like so we start with this god awful battle royal, and like yeah. they had fourteen of them, and fourteen different people won every one of them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. And, and when and how would you feel if you were at the event where Wild Bill Irwin won your battle royal? I hope that wasn't like the go home match. Like, damn, Wild Bill Irwin threw oh, out Rick Steiner. Come on, oh, yeah. and all the. I mean, this is basically damn near two a day. Everybody's battling twice, damn near. Yeah. <laughs> we th- well, as I was saying, we throw out the phrase poverty franchise with the Bengals sometimes. That, that, WCW got these niggas going both ways, playing offense and defense. <laughs> it was, I mean, <laughs> it was terrible, wow. man. Right. Like, this was awful. I was like, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, damn, that's a lot of people in the first match. And then they run the people right back out after. I was like, it yeah. was terrible. So it's Jim Ross and Bob Cottle, RIP. Um, Wikipedia said there's fourteen thousand five hundred people there. That's what Wikipedia said. 
I'm just saying. I don't know if that's the capacity of the arena in Baltimore, but Wikipedia said that it is. We get the double ring because this is War Games, y'all. And the subtitle for this is Glory Days. And I said before we started recording, I'm going to kind of run uh, all one of our favorite podcasters and folks, uh, Jim Cornette, who will come up uh, as a match in here about he was making fun of Tony Khan on AEW, always subtitling his shows, Blood and Guts, uh, Death Before Dishonor. So this podcast has that. I mean, I know it's just one out of whatever, but not that he was in charge. But yeah, it's Glory Days. I had to look it up. I was like, was this after that freaking Bruce Springsteen song? Yeah. This is 89. Just random guess when Glory Days came out. I know Hutch will know. 80, 82, 83, something maybe. Uh, 84. 84. 84. Uh, yeah, it's close. So, uh, yeah. When did, um, Cool Ranch Doritos come out? All right. So. <laughs> All right, so it's the Battle Royal, y'all. It's the first match up. 14 participants, as Brother Beavis uh, alluded to, of nine matches, by the way. So let's off the top of this here. Kevin Sullivan, Wild Bill Irwin, Mike Rotunda, Magnum Scott Hall, who gets literally no play in this. Uh, Brian Pillman, RIP, Scott Hall, RIP, uh, Ranger Ross, um, Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, Dr. Death, RIP, Eddie Gilbert, RIP. The skyscraper, Sid Vicious, and uh, Dan Spivey, um, Barry Gordy, R.I.P. Ron Barry Simmons. Gordy. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, Terry Gordy. Sorry, yeah, Barry, Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy ain't uh, even dead, right? Yeah, right, Barry Gordy's running yeah, Motown, I think. Ooh, man, sorry about that, Ron Simmons. I wrote it down as Barry Gordy too. Uh, <laughs> the last dragon um, for real. Yes, yeah, for real. Um, I was yeah, shocked I mean, at the first two eliminations. Shocked, <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're not gonna go through the elimination. Do you want some black on black violence, Baltimore? Yeah, we'll yeah, turn your the, ass to ring too. That's yeah. what I looked on here. I was like, okay, <laughs> first dude out is Ranger Ross from Akron, Georgia. And uh I have a story on Cornette's podcast that like he wound up in jail from robbing banks and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, outside in Marietta, yeah. I think he the, the not him. the not drug addicted bank robber or what I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So he gets, but he's, out. he, I think he, he actually like turns some stuff around after that. So. Oh, okay. Well, the, the fucking rules for this is complicated as hell too, by the way. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody starts in one <clears throat> ring. You got to get thrown to the second ring and then the winner in the first ring that's last will wrestle the last person that's in the second ring. And if you're in the second ring, you can only be eliminated by going over the top rope. What? That, that natural move to throw somebody over the two ropes into the second ring. That <laughs> yes. just happens so readily. Yes. I, I, you can't my, even like, you can't even like stick somebody on the rope and peel them over in a regular, regular, uh, battle royal. But this one, you got people getting chucked, like doing <laughs> dives over two ropes to get into yeah. the second ring. Uh, my other <laughs> thought here, Hutch, how do y'all feel about battle royals? Cause I hate them. I hated them then and I definitely hate them now. How do you feel about <laughs> battle royals? It's I it's just like a, a pizza or a casserole. It all it's all about the ingredients. But mm. who's in it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm not, I'm not a fan of the big schmas. I think the where there's like the the people come in and you build it over time, I the like the Royal Rumble style, I think that's a lot more interesting. Yeah. I just yeah, what that I mean I know where it's from the old days and you put like the one big giant in there because they can win that and you know whatever but I just just not a fan. All right, so yes, as Brother Reeves alluded to, some black on black crime at the start <laughs> there. Ron Simmons did 
clothesline uh, Ranger Ross that I thought he might not get up from it um, <laughs> ever. Like, like he was like dead. He from it. But then he freaking eliminated Ron Simmons. I mean, think of the things that are going to happen for Ron Simmons. What, probably less than a year from now, two mm-hmm. years. He's going to wind up being world champion, but he got eliminated in a useless battle royal by Ranger Ross. The fuck. Um, so yeah, that, that, I mean, that's it. So it gets down to the last three people are the skyscrapers, which are Sid Vicious and Danny Spivey and Dr. Death Steve Williams. And well, it's like uh, Pillman and, and yeah. Sid in the first ring. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then what's happened is that they, you know, they double team on, you know, uh, Dr. Death and get him out of there. And they're the tag team together. And, you know, Teddy Long, my note on here says Teddy Long doesn't look, why, he's super sweaty. Like, is it the S curl? Or, <laughs> he look, say, he, like later on, cocaine he looks, is a hell of a truth. <laughs> uh, first black man with a bowler tie too, by the way, on fucking wrestling. Uh, but like, he just doesn't look healthy. Like later on, like when he gets to, you know, hold up player, like he looked like maybe, but he's also minus the, the S curl, but still, he looks so sweaty, and I, I, he must have got his teeth fixed or something, man. He just he didn't look right. But anyway, yeah, that's his tag team. We're gonna split the fifty million dollars player or fifty thousand dollars from the battle royal, and then right. that's the end of it. Like, yeah, this is a WW WCW finish from the eighties, like for <laughs> sure, or the late eighties. Um, but yeah, not not a real big fan. Um. And I, my other note on here says Terry Gordy selling way too much for people. Like he was like having little dudes hit him and he was selling as if he was Ricky Morton. And yeah, yeah that did. I was like, this doesn't make, that's why I don't like battle Royals. You know, either. Uh, when was, when was Roadhouse out? When that came out maybe a bit later or something. Yeah. He was that's trying to acting chops. That's Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Terry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Terry Funk. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, Terry Gordy, man. All well, right, so. is this post-stroke on the airplane or pre-stroke on the airplane? Oh, I'm not. I don't know that I ever heard about him having a stroke yeah. on the airplane. He 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 comed out on a on a flight to Japan and never was really the same afterwards. Is oh, part of okay. his story. Oh, yeah. Thank you for uh, that insight. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what it induced that. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. So anyway, so Roadhouse yeah, they came out nineteen eighty nine. Okay, I got you. Yes, sir. It all makes sense now. Yes, sir. All right. So then we go back to the interview between the after the first match with Gordon Soley, R.I.P. There, um, and then Brian Pillman going both ways. He must have did it at the University of Miami. Okay, so Jim Ross out of control with all of these references, like completely. Like, you know, hey, it was freaking Kim Woods, the strength and conditioning of Cincinnati Bengals. I'm like, good Lord, man. But there was one line in there that I'll get to anyway. So, yeah, it's Brian Pillman versus Wild Bill Irwin, who was alive, by the way. Um, I, I didn't know who he was from Joe. I was a little concerned about, I mean, d- okay. So, again, maybe not shitting on completely on Cornette here, but whatever. Like, a dude like him could not be in wrestling today like that body it just wouldn't work you know and he was doing his best as a heel he was you flying now brian like i mean he was really doing his best to be a heel he was like prototypical little john like he was like okay like the whole time he was just like going off he's just yelling at him yeah man i was just like i mean and again this is also why wrestling worked back then though 
the classic baby face and heel situation, you know, like that's why it works. And that's why I think a lot of times it doesn't work in modern wrestling because like, it's just, the lines are so gray. You don't know who to cheer for. You're just cheering for the moves at that point. Um, the well, other nobody line, was cheered. Yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah. The other line though, from Jim Ross and I quote, um, Best friends with Boomer and Siason. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, Wait, you've never heard Boomer dedicate the game to his his <laughs> former wrestling teammate. Teammate who never really played. I mean, look, okay. If you listen to one of our podcasts, you probably listen to the other ones. Uh we're Bengals fans here, at least two of the folks on this thing. And um Y'all didn't have your filming jerseys I, back in the day. I never heard Brian filming until he was wrestling, talking about the Bengals. And he was, and he was wearing orange and black striped. Yes, jerseys. tights. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, kind of yeah. made it out like that. And then they started saying that he was. I was a really big fan of Brian Pillman, any incarnation. The <laughs> wild card, the rebel. Like I, I was not a fan at all. It, actually, I, as he got heel-ish, he got worse to me. I liked him as like a you know, a Brad Armstrong with personality in this mm-hmm. phase of his career. Um, yeah. Something. His drop kicks were always a shit. Yeah. He's, and he could fly. Like he literally could fly. Like he had good, like off the rope, you know, off the top stuff. Like that wasn't the issue, but. Yeah. I mean, 93 I, was Wikipedia is telling me 93 was the Terry Gordy plane incident. Okay. Yeah. Actually it wasn't Wikipedia. It was something else. Yeah. So he should be good then. All right. Yeah. So. So Brian, uh, Boomer Sison's best friend. Oh, and my, the other note in here was like, oh, you know, he's a good kid, clean kid, doesn't eat bad meat. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but he swallowed them somas though. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. He'll still. I'm going to hell for that one. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, a two ring flying crossbody is our ending there. It looks actually really, really good. Yeah. He did a really good job. Yeah. So. Yeah, good, good underneath match. I, I got nothing else. What y'all got? Would, it, Brian would have would have been a better start than the battle royal, which oh, could have absolutely. probably never happened. Never, ever, ever had. That was we flew all these people here. We might as well get double duty out of them, right? Yeah, you know, like y'all already here. So what are you going to do? Not work? And I'm showing it here at ten minutes. So that I don't know. I feel like that kind of killed the crap because there was no winner either. Yeah. <laughs> so how does like the heels win but don't fight? But don't you know, pay, how does that get yeah, the crowd? Pay off. Yeah. No payoff, nothing. Yeah, I'm sure both of y'all noticed this and it keeps coming up here. Freaking Jason Hervey at Ringside. Yeah. Um, I know he gets involved later on when Bischoff is there. Or maybe he gets wait because wasn't he dating Missy Hyatt or something like that? Was that the rumor? It was something. Uh, yeah, he was uh, there for a reason. Uh, was, I thought he was there. just in the TBS production or something like that. Yeah, that was. What he was mean? there for a reason. I thought he was dating Missy High. It was something weird, but yeah, three and Jason Hervey didn't like him on that TV show. Didn't like him in wrestling. Just keep it moving. All right. Uh, there was an interview with Paul E. Dangerously with Gordon Soley. Paul E. had so much hair back then. He was also, I would say, cons- 70, 80 pounds lighter. Would that be fair? It's probably about right. Yeah, yeah like 50, he, 60, sure. Yeah, he's, he's a big dude at the time. Um, so, um, yeah, but that was that. So we'll get to his match here later on. Match number three, though, or two, is the uh, Dynamic Dudes 
versus the skyscrapers, Johnny Ace and or excuse me, the Dynamite Dudes, Johnny Ace and Shane Douglas versus skyscrapers, Dan Spivey and Sid Vicious. Okay, so you said the crowd was dead, and I would agree with that. Or Baltimore is tricky, and I would agree with that too because they were definitely behind the heels in this. Yeah. Match. Well, behind and, Sid specifically. Sid, yes, yes. They didn't sure. give two and shits about Dan Spider. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about Dan Spider. <laughs> he sucks. Like he sucks. And I'm thinking back in the day because we kind of we're we're kind of phasing out, but we also are kind of was in the back there. Like when Sid debuted that freaking power bomb, uh, we was all hyped up for sure. Like he was the first one to really con- continually do it. You know, Vader did them, but like Sid's power bomb, probably because he was six eight. Yeah. And and then plus it was all like the only thing he could really do. Like yeah. he was like so limited as a wrestler or whatever. But like I mean, I could see how he got over in that era, but he's terrible. Like Sid Vicious is a terrible wrestler. Can't talk. No, no. great body, chicken legs. Good <laughs> lord, man. That snapped on him. Yeah, oh, not only once. Uh, That was more than enough. But like, you know, and then the dynamic dudes are awful. It's one of the worst gimmicks ever. Throwing frisbees out, pull some fat kid out of stands, you know, to do the picture. And the the worst part is this is the new Rock and Roll Express. I was going to say the same thing. You watch your there. fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're in the spot. They're yeah. in the Rock and Roll Express they're spot. In the, Let's the, put they're it that in the way. baby face, blonde, mm. peroxide. Yeah. Boom. This and match was awful. There was awful. like everything was botched. It's a super botched. Anything with yeah. Dan Spivey. Yeah. Sid would tag in, just like walk around and then get yeah. out. And be looking at people. Anything. He'd be like, yep. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he just like kind of played it up, and the crowd was eating it up for Sid. I know. Like they were like so well, happy. This is like saying he's so big, and he should be all this and all that, but he ain't. Well, this is also the dude suck dick chant from the crowd <laughs> here as well. Um, Johnny Ace, you hear Cornette talk about how bad he was. He is terrible. Like yeah. as a he could, I mean, he couldn't climb the ropes. There was nothing smooth. He he's just really not very good. Is he still with but, us? Yeah, he's the, oh, he's part of the Vince McMahon retirement he's, tour there. He's not currently, uh, in the industry, I don't think, but he's still, <laughs> yes, no, us. he is still alive. You know, I'm sure he's sleeping on a couch if he had to go is home. Is Shane Douglas still alive? He's alive. So, right? Yeah. yeah. He's alive. Yeah. I seen him in a shoot not that much long ago. Um, but it's just terrible. Like I, my, you said botches, like it's, all botched like there's just nothing and then when johnny ace comes in with the the hot tag or whatever it only lasts for a little bit and then he still sucks like it's yeah. just i mean golly all you have to do is throw in throw some punches and drop kick he can't really even do that and it, it was bad um they suck obviously the skyscrapers win bada bing bada boom that you know right. anything about the dudes and the scrapers no just yep. get, off, get out the <laughs> stage, please. Yeah, yeah, this is bad. All right, we get to uh, uh, Cornette's promo now for the tuxedo match. Okay, so one of his biggest rants is that there's too many gimmicks. A hat on a hat, I believe, is his favorite expression. So a tuxedo match between managers—that's a hat on a hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Like if you were gonna have—I mean, you have to gimmick it up because they can't be in a match together because they can't wrestle. I get that. But there's a bunch of gimmicks on this freaking card. And again, he's not booking it as far as I know. 
he's not booking it, so I understand, but what would be the opposite argument of that, brother B? Is well, that this is I think like you said, like in the absence of something, that what mm-hmm. it why is the there's no straight up match to be had between these two. So I mean there's yeah. gotta be there's gotta be a gimmick to it. Um right. whether it's you know, somebody gets their head shaved or has to eat a cell phone or what <laughs> gets oh, yeah. a tennis racket <laughs> up their ass. I don't yeah, know. Something, right. yeah. so, Loser yeah. has to buy lunch, something. Yeah, it, the classic tuxedo match, I guess. Classic. Yeah. So Cornette versus Paulie and the gimmick. <laughs> Lazy booking. Uh Cornette's over though in Baltimore. Like they were yeah. going nuts for him. Does the Midnight I, Express town. Yep. Yeah. And as I was watching this, I was like, it's hard for me watching Corn and he's complete babyface now for us. It was hard for me watching Cornette as babyface then. Like <laughs> it didn't make yeah. any sense. Because I hated that dude like with the <laughs> passion and fire burning lava because I couldn't stand it. But watching him this like as a babyface, it just really didn't make a whole like I couldn't get too far into it. Not that I could cheer for Paulie because Paulie's awful. Um but yeah. So yeah, there's they get in the ring, they have to take the tuxedo off the person, and you get a gimmick with the powder in the face or whatever for twice uh Paulie to get the to get the heat. On Cornette, he's beating on his again long term booking, beating on his knees from when he fell off the skyscraper with the cell phone. Well, did you listen to when they they did a watch along on this on the show, and he was saying like he could he could barely get out to the ring, and so the they were like, you know, when you first get out there, you got to take my leg out because he you know mm. he could barely walk out, and then he was basically on one leg for the match. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so yes, it was like they turned it into the story, but he was hurt at the time. He had like a brace and everything on. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I mean, and it was the kind of match that you would think of. Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of match you would think of between two non wrestlers, you know. Uh, very young Nick Patrick in this match, by the way. Uh, another Jason <laughs> Hervey sighting. And then, you know, Cornette hulks up at the end, you know, or he would probably <laughs> drop the strap because the Lawler, you know, Memphis person, they drop the strap. You know, winds up winning the matches. As you watch it over, like the second time watching it, and I'm like, man, Paulie's slowly undressing this entire match. You know, like he'll like when he had like the heat on Cornette, he'd be like, all right, button his shirt, but he took out the you know like the hook out of the little pants in the back. You know, so uh, I was like, oh yeah, okay, to get that stuff off. But yeah, Cornette wins. Anything on this manager gimmick match? No, okay, we're good. All right. This match that's next, I thought I would enjoy, but I wound up <laughs> hating pretty hard. It's the Steiner Brothers versus uh, Mike Rotunda and Kevin Sullivan, uh, Texas Tornado match, lazy booking, uh, and everybody's in the ring and just start, or out of just the start ring. Swinging. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it was just all Yeah. <laughs> okay, so at one point early in this match. He hit Scott Steiner in the head with a steel chair. Oh, or Rick Steiner in the head with a steel chair. And he no sells it. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. Then later he hits him with the, uh, 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 the stretcher, no. which is soft, oh, and he sells it. <laughs> he well, the, head, the, the headgear protects, the wrestling headgear protects, you know, from different implements uh, in different ways. Good Lord. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it was. Actually, it was really well. Kevin Sullivan had, had he's going to go on to wrestle for a very long time here because he's on Nitro significantly mm-hmm. in the early years with Benoit. 
He yeah, because he, he he becomes uh, like the stable leader for the anti-Hogan contingent. Like he becomes the, yes, the dungeon five of faces Jesus. appear and dungeon. Yeah, all that bullshit. Yeah, and I don't yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he that, doesn't fit in the varsity club for me. I he, we he keep seeing not. all these varsity club Kevin with Kevin Sullivan. I'm like, I don't get it. Is this one where they introduce him as from Singapore? I'm yes. like, what is he from the University of Singapore? What? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just, uh, the match is just all over the place. Scott Steiner looks like a normal human being here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like before all the juice um, that he winds up getting on. Um, yeah. It, and then Missy Hyatt's there. She's the manager that does nothing. Yeah. She's, she's not a good uh, baby face manager. I think no. we talked about that last time. Yeah, she needs to screech and yell at people and, yeah. and all of that. Now, I I will I will always remember like when I think Steiner Brothers, I'm thinking of what like how Scott stood out to us at the time. Yeah, and and I totally forgot just how over Rick Steiner was mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how stiff his clothes his his little short jumping clothesline was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's Ooh. it. That, Ooh, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really I forgot how good he was, and I forgot how over he was with that crowd. Yeah, um, because Scott was doing moves we'd never seen, particularly from somebody that size. Yeah, and the that, Finnett, that Frankenstein, yeah, the Frankensteiner was like, yeah. yes, yeah, and we, we and they there was not there they had some stupid finish, some double team off the rope. Like, right. yes. and they both oh, yeah, yeah, and they then they both so what would you what would you rate uh the, the Steiner's performance on that shit? On the A finish star. or the whole match? On the, on the whole thing, the whole match. A, A star one. A Trash? Star. Oh, we got a rating. The match? We oh, got a rating going on right, here. So yeah. on YouTube, uh, us has some wrestlers up on a rating scale. Oh here. boy! But wait, we're rating him on that match. Yeah. Yes, one star. Uh, a trash. That match, that match was trash. trash. Well, was it was it as bad as the skyscrapers match? No. Okay, so you'd have to put it under. Hmm. Skyscrapers and the dudes, I would probably put under. I don't care, yeah, because <laughs> I didn't care for it. Didn't matter whoever it was. I was like, who's gonna get powerbomb? That was the only thing I was waiting on. I think that's what everybody in the stands was waiting on too. Who's getting powerbomb? Right. So, so yes, they were scrapped. That's fine. But damn, yeah. the Steiners in the trash category. That's all. Man, but, but think about later. But again, a couple of after their WWE. F run, which is coming shortly after this, I believe. You know, when they do come back, and then I, you know, kind of peripherally watching wrestling or whatever, when they with like Harlem Heat or whatever, once they come back and we're staying in Luger, like those are really good matches, you know, and but this wasn't. Has it. Kevin Sullivan uh, ever, ever been in a good match? No. I, I, I mean, I think those matches with Benoit, but it was mostly because of Benoit. Right. He's know, like, that I think, you know, he, he needs like a, he needs like a baby face foil. He's like a cross between Roddy Piper and Jerry Lawler. I mean, his mm-hmm. moves, he just, he's clubbering, maybe a yeah. slam or a or cheating. You know, yeah. Um, it just yeah. needs an ab roller too. You know, you're a world class athlete and we're just 
Bill Irwin and it up out here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like the match at all. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, that's all. We right. talked about it. Well, longer than it was. We talked sure. about the and, match longer than it was. Excellent. You're right. Sorry. All right. Anyway, next up, um, there's a, a staying in Eddie Gilbert promo. I, okay, this is PTSD like a mug. I'm like watching this shit. And I was like, damn, Eddie Gilbert got a MAGA hat on. <laughs> but it it might have been his worst as it was a 49ers hat. That's worse. Yeah, yeah that's bad. Especially yeah, yeah. about that time would be awful. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's bad too. But yeah, there's a, you know, there's their, their promo, or whatever. And so our watch along today, tonight is going to be Sting versus the Great Muda for the world TV title. So if you get your, uh, peacock up and running, if you're going to go to one hour and five minutes, um, that is going to be the start of this match. And again, we can't watch it on here because WWE got their strong copyright lock. Uh, but we will, you know, have our commentary through, um, Whatever. And we may occasionally last, talk about the match. Yeah. From the last time we saw Muda to this time, Muda got a little soft. Like, I think he's been in America. <laughs> you know, he wasn't training as hard. Like, he, I mean, not like he's out of shape, but like in that previous match where he beat up Eddie Gilbert's brother, <laughs> <laughs> he was like all, blo- you know, he was all blowed up. He's he was like, well, shit, if Doug Gilbert can be a wrestler, what, do I, what am I, yeah, what, what am what I, I hitting him for? for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's awesome. All right. So we're going to go to the cock and find a uh, one hour and five minutes. Great American bash. You should not be on a commercial if we paused. If you are, you know, you got to wait for the curtain. Man, Nick Patrick is looking really, really young right there. All right. So you're going to have one minute and five Ooh. or 105 here is going to be staying jump starting this match literally uh in between the two rings. All right. So on the three, two, one count, three, two, one, press play. Oh, uh, sting is awesome. Nothing <laughs> more to be said. He knows how to start a match, man. He's all in. Yeah, but look at Muda here too. Yeah, he's all into a karate chop. Oh, maybe a judo chop. Sorry, did I? I can't remember if they dropped the Oriental in this or their everything. Uh, I think that was Magnum. Yeah, <laughs> the handspring elbow. Yeah, yeah Muda's another like we had no idea this was no. going on in the world and. And well, his no, sting was great with him. Like yeah. this, these were great matches, right? Yep. Match two. No, no sale. <laughs> <laughs> but this one you do, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. All the way out to the floor. Is there a dive coming? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I know again, Cornette is right about this. In the sense that, like, all right, so he did that, but you didn't see anybody else do like that. Yeah. Later in the show, like now, whereas it's everybody's doing dives, like it, then it just becomes it's not special anymore. Like he's a hundred percent right about that. Yeah, it's like who's doing the dive on this show? All right, nobody yeah. else. Yeah. Now it's who's doing the how many dives are we going to do in this match? Muda was so good. Yeah, he looks so young, like like he looked young. 
Yeah. Well, his hair doesn't least. his hair doesn't last much beyond this though. Yes. That's the... An American clothesline. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And the flying great, American clothesline. The great Muda was seventy. Seventy two out of a hundred best wrestlers of all time? What the Look at the drop kick getting... from the stinger. Oh. Look at this. As a botch. Yeah. <laughs> well, it happens. Well, well, I gotta wonder too. Like, how did the? I mean, I don't know how much English Muda spoke, but how are we getting this? Like, the communication in for this match because oh. you know they worked it out. Sting's um, makeup makes it look like he's already busted open. Yeah, Got like a dot in the middle of his head. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was some slaps or some do this, do that. He understood yeah. that much. This is great. Oriental sleeper. Yeah. Not the America sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, this match is cool and all. I'm just here for the mist. Let's get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Malachi back. Watch this. <laughs> like over and over again. Mm. He lost the sleeper advantage. That's great. Hey, is that the dude that write Game of Thrones right there at the bottom? Oh, it could be George R. R. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. It's with Jason Hervey. Yeah. Tell Gary Hart it was yeah. me. <laughs> well mm. Mm. I'm pretty sure that Sting poster that lady's holding in the front. I did have. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, here we go. Press slam. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh. More press slams back in the day. It was much more yes. credible. Well, none <laughs> of those dudes could do it now. So staying as the TV champ. It, it, uh, did you catch sight of the belt? It is so lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. MAGA. <laughs> yeah. Sting, by the way, if Eddie was alive, if Eddie Gilbert was alive, he definitely would wear a MAGA hat. So, it's just the same. I don't know. Maybe politics <laughs> drove him and Missy apart. Yeah. Uh, that's Probably that's not. a positive way of looking at it. It looks <laughs> full, that freaking stadium, though. Like on that wide shot they just did, it looks pretty full. In well, there. if it's full, it's that much worse because the crowd is like, like dead. Yeah, the crowd is not making a sound. Mm. Or when they do, it's it ain't nice. Yeah. Mm. It's we want Sid. Yeah. <laughs> Domino stretch. Yeah, this is forever. Ah, yeah, I love it. Hype up the crowd. Love Five it. points. Rust hold. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, again, again, but like these things build, and I'm going to talk about this when we get to Steamboat and Luger. Like this stuff kind of builds the tension in matches, like yeah. where you're like waiting to get to a moment. Like when they're just doing moves over and over again, man, it, you, there's no time to rest. Like you can't even think about it. It doesn't make any sense. Did anybody ever lose to an abdominal stretch or did anybody have an oh. abdominal stretch finisher? Oh, like, somebody oh, like, did. Somebody probably back in the day. Um, what? Painting predicament. I love it. 
Well, Rotunda's oh. finisher was the airplane spin when yeah. he was yeah, that's the early yeah, days. Yeah. Oh, like, don't you not throw it. me out the ring. You're not going to fly <laughs> on me again. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny that, you know, we all, well, we, I, big Sting fan or whatever, and, you know, when he did finally come back or out of the rafters or whatever, like, he was never the same. No. I mean, he was significantly older, obviously, but when he was wrestling again, like he just, it was never the same. And I can't believe he never went back to the freaking, the regular know. paint. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, it just, it was, it, he oh. didn't really change his style, but the style didn't really fit the gimmick. Like right. he was never, he was never as active, like this active later yes. in his career right yeah. he was still kind of doing the same stuff yeah. you know although he got you know he mixed in i guess he was doing the scorpion death lock at this point but the scorpion death drop yeah. and drop yes yeah but he wasn't doing standing drop kicks to people's chest no. uh you know and just kind of like matured. he kind of wrestled the same style but it didn't fit the gimmick anymore right. so i don't he, he matured right. a little bit or a lot of yeah. it actually and again, he was older. I mean, he's what is he, sixty some odd years old now, doing whatever he's doing. But I don't know. There it is. No, oh, the mist. Did you tell me there's a difference between the two? One means something. <laughs> oh, I think the green, the green and red, and then yeah. sometimes there's the black. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one was on sale. It's just like kryptonite. It's like the many flavors of kryptonite. <laughs> they all do different things. Uh, one burns your eyes, the other one, what, makes you bizarro? Do... Nice, here we go. Uh, Muta. Perfect. Yeah. Look at it, Red Velvet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Tommy Young. Break it up. Oh, the shoulder's up. Yeah. Yep. There's an Tri- audible foot's out. Later in oh, the, yeah, I heard I, I lost it when I heard that. <laughs> yeah, here we go. This is the third pay per view in a row we've seen this yeah. finish. Look at yeah. the clear bridge, yes. like the crystal clear bridge. And they're like, yes. nope, 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 double pinfall. No <laughs> <laughs> sting forgot the finish or what? Yeah, well, isn't that what happened in the match between him and Hogan, too? Somebody yeah. forgot the finish. Yeah, somebody forgot it. Uh, this is the third show in a row where they've used the double Use this, pinfall yeah. off the back suplex. Yeah. Boo. Boo. So, well. And you have to, and now knowing what we know about wrestling, was this one of those things where they set it up that way? Or, you know, they, you know, because somebody, you know, maybe mood is like, I can't lose, can't go back to Japan as a loser or whatever. So, you know, <laughs> to protect, to protect like the gimmick. Or, or, I mean, we know that now. Or were they moving Sting into a different program? Maybe yeah, so. like, you know, it's time for him. Well, yeah. they, which they do here as we'll get to the end of this thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, so what would you move. what would you rate Sting in this match? Uh, you have to see the chart. All right, we're going to stop the shit. I mean, here. I think because the finish, I would say it's decent. decent. I mean, I think mm-hmm. the match was good, but I, that finish irks me because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd go with decent. decent. That's fine. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, yeah, a better finish and you're probably definitely up into good. Um, okay. Yeah, I agree. All right. But yeah. That, I mean, and then, and then Muda takes the belt. Oh. 
Yeah, moving they awarded him straight in the ring. They gave him the belt, and then they hold it up and have a split decision or whatever later. Spoiler yeah. alert! But he's just—he's like so clearly bridged. Sting is so clearly bridged in this. Like his yeah. his shoulders are not nowhere close. near the mat. <laughs> it's not close to me. I like to call it. Yeah, Tommy. Nice. All right. Okay. Well, he had to come in, man. He was late. He was uh, not. Um, he, they was working hard those matches too, man. They were like in every match. Tommy Young gets thrown all over the place in this freaking uh, pay per view. Like he gets thrown out um, in that in the in the main event. All right. Next up, the U.S. title. It's Ricky Steamboat and right. versus Lex the right. Champ, Lex Luger. All right. uh, my first note on here, man, Luger looks amazing here. Like he don't fall in love. I'm not like that, but like, I like how, I mean, I know how it's not natural. Like I get it, but like just to maintain it, man, dude looks amazing. And as we said on the previous podcast, he, we he was getting shit on for being a bad wrestler when he's not. Like again, this is Ricky I, I Steamboat. He can drag, he could bring anybody up to a level as Ricky Steamboat, but. Golly, he's not terrible at this match and at, at all. Like in this match, like wh- what is the problem? This is a good, this is a good match. This, this is one of the best match I've ever seen Lex Luger be in. Right? Yeah. I mean, in Steamboat is Steamboat. Like right. I mean, Steamboat oh, is Steamboat. Yeah. No DQ. Lex rules. You know, as he you know, was the heel champion. He's so much better as a freaking heel, though. Oh my god! And wasn't it like two months ago he was the babyface, lost the yeah. title to Michael Hayes, Michael apparently Hayes. won it back, and turned heel. Yes, <laughs> a short period of time. Hey, yeah. that, that takes As seen in Incredible Hulk 181. Yeah. <laughs> in Marvel 2 and 1, number 68. Up Gray Malkin Lane. Yeah, right. they um, put so... some boxes at the bottom of the screen. Uh, I, my note on here is like, man, there's a lot of collar and elbow lockups that you don't see anymore. You know, where they lock oh, up yeah. to they do their move. Yeah, no, that, 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 Barely happens now. We got to get Hush to watch an AEW show. <laughs> uh, like, just so you can see it and be like, what in the world? I haven't watched it. I don't have to watch it with y'all yes. streaming back and forth. Yeah, well, there'd that's be, fair. There'd be no tweets one second. Then it'd be like 30. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. My note that says Jim Gross is really great here. Um, uh, yeah, Tommy Young also in this match allows uh, everything. Ricky Steamboat to get stole on. Like he's doing this bit and then Tommy holds him back and Luger gets, you know, gets a shot in, you know. And again, it's the psychology of the matches, you know, like, oh, Luger's working on his back, you know, like, oh, you know, he's trying to set him up for the torture rack. Like yep. he's doing all these things to like get to that point. It's not just a series of moves, and, you know, and the commentators making those points like during the course of the match as opposed to just, you know, well, you know, have you got a Snickers today? You know, there's not the ads and stuff that goes all over the over the matches and stuff. But like, I thought this was a really good match. It was probably one of the better matches on the card. What'd y'all think? Yeah, I, I think history has changed my opinion of Lex Luger. I mean, his knees don't bend right when he does a lot of his moves. <laughs> yes. But uh, you know, I think the downfall of Ricky Steamboat is like his promos yeah. are awful. Yeah. And this super family man baby face image, I think, is just yeah. like, but you take all that aside, like his ring work is so good. And yeah, yeah Luger is so much better than he gets credit for. So what would you rate Luger in that match? Like, good. 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 Yeah. And Steamboat and, is and Steamboat, fantastic. 
He's fantastic. Oh, he's are we, dragging. We're putting, we putting individuals on the on yeah. the board here. Yeah, yeah. He's dragging. Uh, you can only be good. as good as your. You can only be as good as. So your. He's good too. Uh, the intro to that match where he comes down there with that freaking lizard, and he's yeah. like, the people are carrying him. I was like, was that a surfboard or whatever? He couldn't <laughs> have looked more nervous that they was gonna drop his. Yeah. Uh, he was like, they about to drop me on the floor with a whole ass lizard. That you ain't no coming back from that shit. Yeah. Um. That's it, but yeah. Uh, and they do that thing that Cornette's all brings off. Oh, after the end of the match, it's a DQ, ref bump, steel yeah. chair. But again, it's used in a logical way. Like he hits him on the back. You know, it's not like hitting him across the head with it or anything where you have to visibly, you know, cover up like Kevin Sullivan did in their tag team match. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, like dudes shouldn't be taking massive headshots with steel chairs. Like it's, uh, that's not a good idea. You know, that's well, not a good they're idea. They're folding chairs. No, they're folded inside your cranium. Um, oh, but yeah. man. And they fight off. The popular right. thing. They fight off at the end, yeah, right. you know, into the back. You know, yeah, that's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they smoke uh, a doobie. Yeah. Oh, Steamboat ain't probably smoking no weed. And definitely Luger well, wasn't the smoking. Best, the best weed comes from Hawaii. That's fair. <laughs> the Luger wasn't smoking no weed. Yeah, what they, I just had that uh, corn and tell that story. what? No Luger weed. did everything. He wasn't doing no weed. But oh, the Cornette tells that story, whatever. They were riding with the Midnight Express in between things with Luger. And, like, he would order, like, a box of chicken. And Lex would take off the skin so yeah. Cornette could eat it. Because <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> eat, you know, he wouldn't eat the skin of the fried chicken. He's just eating the chicken for the protein. And they'd take the skin off and Cornette would eat the skin. So, yeah, Cornette probably ain't long for this life either. Uh, he's just eating freaking chicken skins. But anyway. Um, the war games, y'all. Okay. Hutch can confirm a version of this story. Uh-oh. OG war games. Great American Bash. 86? 87? It's one of those. Well, Brother Beavis and I are friends, so that gets us to 86. Yeah, but he like hadn't that. converted yet to <laughs> full-time to NWA. Yeah, he hadn't converted full-time. I didn't have cable. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I want prob- bougie like y'all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, something. I was traded them safe streets for cable. Anyway, <laughs> shower work that. though. Yeah, 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 shower. Because <laughs> got delivered on time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for real, man. Oh my god. Anyway, okay, so the original War Games comes out. Ah, uh, hi, children. Um, there was no pay per view or anything like that at this particular time. It would have been closed circuit and that was even limited at best in and of itself. So war games comes out. We like heard about it. like, Oh shit, war games, whatever. It's on there. Hey, children, go get your parents credit card and dial 1-800. Take your cash and you can get this shit for five. Ah, fuck. Probably $50. Shit. It was like 40 or 50. Why? Like, that yeah, shit. That shit. For a two-hour videotape, and so a bootleg you know, almost I, even. Yeah, that went to my mom. I would watch more games. So they bought it. So we saw it. It was a limited like time frame because they had to compress or whatever. But like I had that tape. You did, and it was awesome. Yeah. Like the original War Games was awesome. Like the the concept, the idea, the execution of the original one. That shit was awesome. And you watched the shit out of it too. I probably, yeah, I wore that one down. Um, but then 
it just became something else because a gimmick. it became a gimmick. Yeah. And doing it every year and then putting randos in this shit, you know, kind of ruined it. But I remember I, the first, ba- the first one had Paul Ellering and JJ Dillon. Yeah. And how, you, how did knew you who think was it was going to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You knew who was jobbing there. I got you. But the brutality of that match up to that point was brutal. Like they really went at uh, each yeah. other and they went, yeah, they went for it. Right. Like in this Rick and War games, I don't think anybody gets color. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. I don't think anybody does in a enclosed cage battle royal. I don't think anybody gets color. So that's kind of weird. And the and, team, and they're all should be fucking tired too. Well, and the teams, yeah, that's true. But the teams don't make any sense. Like it don't. It's like this is crazy. That damn the two ring battle royal. Yeah, but freaking okay. The good guys are the Midnight Express, um, Doctor Death, and the Road Warriors. I know two podcasts ago, the Road Warriors and Doctor Death was fighting Mike Rotunda. Yep. And Doctor Death. Yep. So uh, that didn't make sense. Midnight Express being babyfaces, super, super weird. I have had a gobbly, a gazillion matches with the Road Warriors at the time. And you hated them. And yeah, for sure. And then what's the <laughs> connection for all of these people? Like what, did, what, who? Paychecks and weed. Yeah. And then on the other side, you have the Freebirds. <laughs> it's revisionist hit. The Freebirds suck. <laughs> <laughs> they did, they were there to get their ass beat. No, yeah. they came up at a time and had a feud with the Von Erics and lived off that teat for still. Well, the one that's living lived off, living off that teat forever. That's it. And that's because the Von Erics were so over. <laughs> Anywhere else they've gone. Even in Michael UWF, P.S. Sexy Hayes, he could talk. Even, even when we were watching him in UWF. It was really like, okay, it's Bam Bam. But the rest of it, come on. Back me up, Brother Beavis. Don't give me that damn theme song. <laughs> Bad Street. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to go with UWF. So, like, it was always like, you know, in my mind, the better team would have been Michael Hayes and Terry Gordy. But we always mm-hmm. got Buddy Roberts Buddy, and Terry Gordy. Buddy Roberts. Buddy Roberts. And so they would have like boring matches and Terry Gordy would crush people. And then Gordy would go to Japan for a while and it would be just Michael Hayes running his mouth and Buddy Roberts getting his ass kicked. And then Gordy (laughs) would come back and clean house on whoever they were feuding with. Uh, It was interesting dynamic at the time. Um, You know, I don't know. Just just let it go, man. You got that smirk on you. Just say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Again, Terry Gordy is good. Michael Hayes is terrible. He can terrible. He's not even that. He can't even. His promos aren't really that good. Look, he can talk. He's doing a fake. He's doing a fucking parody, essentially, of Dusty. That the match we watched with him and Luger was all right. Yeah. Luger was the better wrestler in this. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's a lot of hate. I mean, I was surprised when he changed his identity, went in the witness protection program as, uh, what was it, Doc Hendricks. Doc and like, Hendricks. pretended like he never wrestled never. before and then yeah. never wrestled again. I was confused yeah. by that. Yeah. 
I don't um, know. He was better in my mind, but you know, he's pretty interchangeable. I the the best part about this match is sort of the way they used him and like how he was just running his running mouth around, until it came time for him to get in. He yeah. was like, oh. And then they, this real contrived, he gives everybody a DDT. Yes, exactly. I was like, okay, so he comes <laughs> in and gets an offense on everybody. Like, and then on, yeah, yeah, awful. And uh, the promo before that where they did with the Midnight Express and Dr. Death and them. They, He's walking uh, so, around in the background or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah Bobby's like, uh, uh, okay, and then Stan does something. He's like, here, Dr. Death. Like, they could have run from that microphone because they definitely did not want to talk. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, yeah. Freebird, my note here says the Freebirds remind me of the Hartley Boys. So, did you hate Jimmy Garvin by this point? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's Jimmy terrible. Garvin. He yeah. is terrible. Bring out Precious titties, man. That was it. <laughs> he's the if brain he didn't buster? have Precious, he, he couldn't have pulled out the brain buster in this case. He, he, he can't stand no. it. If it wasn't the rock and roll, he didn't like him. That's not true. Whoa, 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 it's not, yeah, it's my, not fault. my fault. I'm so pretty. Precious. <laughs> That's it. Now, come chance? on, y'all. Yeah, come come on. On. Okay. Uh, 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 I'd uh, give uh, Jimmy uh, Garvin money for an autograph before I give Boogeyman Valiant. Hey! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hold on. Okay, wait, before you redo this, because there are a couple of notes in this match. Uh, could you do one of your Google? Oh, God, we're on, I'm hate myself after saying this. Can you do one of them Google image search for Precious? <laughs> now that's gonna be bad. Yes, Precious. Oh Lord, man. Ballet, Precious. Is she still with us? I don't know. Well, you want to really get yourself upset? Do a uh, dark journey now? Oh, oh no, dark, she was. She was <laughs> almost calling me. No, dark journey was. Mm. Our journey worked it out. Precious, but anyway, precious wrestler. Yeah, Jimmy, wrestler. No, Jimmy Garvin. I think that was his real life wife, which I'm sure they're not married anymore. But Jimmy Garvin's ballet precious, precious now. Uh, so I, as he's I looking that it. up, I mm. mean, it's it's coming. She's all right. She's yeah. Looks like she's aged regularly. Okay. Oh well, geez, this computer's faster, man. Don't see. Cause I, like I look at baby doll now and I'm like I still smash. This one got be what seventy? No, Where, where's oh, the no. updated? Oh no, uh oh, third no? journey. Yeah, I, that one I had to look up before. Yeah, that's that's not good. Precious wrestling, precious. Yeah, where's the updated one? How's huh? that? This last I, I don't want to see the update. I'm scared. Come on. Canadian wrestling valley. Of course, she's Canadian. They're all. If you count Minnesota, everybody's fucking Canadian. That's fair. Um, all right. So uh, as we're looking through that, um, let me see. Oh yeah, the Road Warriors entering the ring, riding on the back of some motorcycles. Like Hawk was like holding on to the waist, like I would be holding on to somebody's waist. <laughs> like that's awful. <laughs> Just killed the Road Warriors here. Like that's not a good look. Um, yeah, so gorgeous Jimmy and Bobby uh, get it to start. Um, R.I.P. Damn, freaking Bobby last year. Uh, Gordy comes in next for the two on one. Then Doctor Death. Uh, then Samu. Uh, then Animal. And then the other Samo. What? What is that? What the Samoans always having hard heads, man? Stop that. Yeah, they're, they're race. Mm-hmm. 
race. It, racism. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> Racism's a powerful drug. Oh, yeah, yeah the, got the it. I was just making sure. All yeah. right. Yeah, I was just making sure. Yeah, they all, yeah. They, they really played it up with these dudes like they was cannibals and like, oh, yeah, eat him. Like Michael Hayes, go in there and eat him. <laughs> Um, that's a great line. Oh. No, and then I, I, my other note was like it was really stiff, like between the Road Warriors and Doctor Death and Terry mm-hmm. Gordy, like they were laying it in, as they say. Um, there was some stiff shots there. Um, uh, they tired uh, as hell. Or at least Doctor yeah. Death was tired as hell. He should be Fatu and Stan Lane, and then you know we finally get to the end where Hawk. Um, my note says Hayes, he sucks. Uh, just DDT and everyone, and then a chance we won Hawk, we won Hawk, and Hawk comes in, a uh, couple flying shoulder blocks and all of those types of things. And my other note says, go- at one point, Gordy was completely blown up, like he was in the <laughs> corner, like, he was in the corner, like. <sighs> was you see when Doc pressed him into the into the top of the cage yeah, like cage. ten times? Yeah. I was yeah. Like- yeah, I mean that's and you know those guys obviously worked a lot together, so they knew what to do. But yeah, it was um, yeah. And then the finish is kind of weird. And again, yeah. it probably wasn't the person I thought was going to submit. But then yeah. when I started thinking about it, I was like, well, yeah, I guess he would be the person that's yeah. going to submit. Well, they yeah. wore, you know, the angles, they wore him down, right? That, yeah. that was, that guillotine did not look pleasant. No, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neither like, did them neck breakers either. Yeah. I was no. like, oh, this doesn't look like it feels good. Yes, exactly. I was like, Ooh, well, that's fine. Then I guess there was an afterbirth where animal yeah. gets attacked in the cage. Well, part of the plot was they had jumped Hawk or something before this. That's why he came in late, and then they did the same to Animal. But oh, okay. Well, yeah, they beat him up, and then like they couldn't get through the door, and Stan's climbing on top of yeah. the cage. And then when they finally get in, then they go out the other cage door. I'm like, why didn't y'all just go? <laughs> yeah, there's the opening right there. That's like, I th- wait, what? I was like, oh, they're gonna have to fight their way out. No, no. no. So, what would you rate Hawk and, Hawk and Animal in this match? Uh, I mean, I enjoyed this match more than I think you might have, producer. Mm. I mean, because I, I, I remember the first War Games being kind of a schmoz, and then JJ Dillon is the obvious finish. So, mm. but you know, it, it it is what it is. Like, I think there were some good matchups. The psychology of who comes in and the man mm. advantage and whatever was fine. They did go abruptly to the finish once everybody was in, which I think is how it should work. And yeah, the finish just... looked legit. I could have done without the afterbirth, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it was probably decent. I was probably hedging toward good, but maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it was just decent. decent. Submit or surrender. It, uh, it doesn't make sense. The people that were in it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. But they since they had to run everybody out here twice already, you kind of right. know uh, what they were dealing with. But I think the match itself was better than it might have than it. Should've it could have been worse. It could have been, yeah, yeah. yeah it that's gone right. really left. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think mm. people were happy. I think that the most the crowd ever got into anything. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's supposed to be the most violent match or whatever, and they roll it out in freaking um, AEW like right. like once a year, I think. <laughs> you know, and on I, free I, TV. I think, yeah, on free TV. Yeah, and I think they, you know, that was Dusty's invention. I think he actually trademarked it or something. That was one of the things that happened with Cody when he wasn't in WWE. So I think he was able to get the trade name for that when AEW was able to use it because they used to do Amer- great American bashes and the WWFE 
like they, you know, had that there for a while. I don't think they do them anymore. They don't. They don't have war games. Uh, they might have got like the match beyond or something, but they okay. they call it blood and guts. Blood and guts. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. Our main event. If we go back to a po- uh, podcast a couple of months ago, well, we have to talk about a, a lot of this with this. Um, it's Ric Flair versus. Am I have Terry Gordy? Terry, nope, Terry, Terry, nope, Terry Funk. Funk. Man, I'm all fucked up. All right, so Terry Funk. So this past week, Ric Flair at 73 Oof. wrestled his last match. Uh, in, in quotations. Well, I, I, uh, if you saw any of that afterwards, it, I, check TMZ right now. To be honest with you, that nigga might be, be dead might right be, now. Might, be yeah, might already gave it up. Um, no, he might already gave it up. So he wrestled his last match in Nashville. It was this big old thing. Um, you know, his Flair's last match, blah, 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 blah. So he goes, he wrestles in a tag match with, um, Andre. I can't, Ole Oleo, which is his son-in-law. And Andrade, El Idolo. Yeah, that's it. And versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. Yeah. And he wrestled the tag match. If you go, I mean, you can see all the clips online if you really needed and wanted to see it. I would highly recommend that you don't. I, I saw I saw him yeah. strutting around the ring, and I was like, "Yeah, oh well." I sent y'all that clip of him walking to the ring, and I was like, "Oh, hey!" And then I think maybe thirty seconds later, I was like, "You know what? Don't don't watch that." Yeah, yeah. And that's why that's freaking um, dark journey. Um, just just think the president six mean, years older than him. Like <laughs> he's <laughs> he's old, and it looked like an old man. With his, with his shirt off. Trying to have a wrestling match, you know, right. and it's like, golly, like it just seemed. Don't. It, Man, it I, know was... his, I know his other son-in-law is the dude that has all those podcasts with all those wrestlers and they'll sell you a mortgage or whatever. Like, <laughs> but this shit seems very exploitive. It yeah. does. But, um, he, but he wanted it. That's what he wanted. It, if, it, he if he would have died there in the ring, that's what he wanted. They're fucking the wrestler. Right. <laughs> That's what he wants. Uh, I mean, and that could be fair in a sense, but it just seems like it's totally unnecessary. We talked about this a few podcasts ago where he had this great send-off in WWFE a few years ago. Like, let that – that should have been it. You wrestled a great match against Shawn Michaels. Everybody said goodbye to you. And so even at this thing – Mick Foley was there. Bret Hart was there. Cried. The Undertaker was there. You know, and he comes out. You know, of course, he gets color, and you know, he comes out of the ring. He's all old and blood. I was just like, and that was twenty years ago, right? Fuck this thing. Ain't it. No, I'm talking about freaking Sunday. Oh, well, Sunday! Cut. Oh my goodness, he got that color, was- and all of those dudes was there. You know, watching his last match. Right. I, I, that just didn't work for me, dog. Um, little pitchy. Uh, so doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that was Flair's last match. Well, this one is after he's been off for two months. After he got piled, driven through a table or onto a table. Through after a table. Funk turns on him at the end of his match against Steamboat for the for the belt, and you know it's a grudge match, and that's really what it was. And the beginning of that match, that again a modern wrestling thing. Hey, we're gonna trade blows. <laughs> and this is really about the extent of it. No, they were trading blows. Them chaps 
was real. And they're chopping and hitting the crap out of each other in the chest. And I'm like, man, that probably hurts, like for sure, after a while, you know. And, you know, it just becomes a match inside of the ring, outside of the ring. You know, what do y'all think about the early parts of this match? Obviously, Flair's going to get color because he does. And, you know, he's bleeding, you know, right in the middle of the match. Yeah, it's, it's classic Flair. It's a, it's a Flair look. It's a Flair match. This is. When you think of flair matches, this is one of them. I love how when he works, sorry, babyface, his style doesn't really change. <laughs> He's still freaking the same match, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think the problem see. with this this match is, you know, like you said, it's a grudge match. It's a different style, and it's on the heels of kind of what's regarded as the best series of matches with Steamboat mm-hmm. in wrestling. Right. And this is completely different and the you know really the only thing you could follow with that with and was set up beautifully and you know is a wrestler that you know against a wrestler terry funk that's going to you know you're playing into his strengths and you're having that match and so uh you know it's you know it's it they were they were definitely going at it It's definitely a grudge match yeah yeah, and yeah, it was the branding iron is what gets flair color. Like mm. Gary Hart, who came to the ring with Terry Funk for some reason, nobody knows. We'll figure out in a second hand. Um, you know, and he, you know, he hits him out. And then there, yeah, the foot's out is the Tommy Young is in this match, you know, where he's on the pinfall. Foot's out. Um, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then Funk hits the branding iron hit against him. He also, he gets his juice or whatever. You know, and then the match just kind of just goes on with, you know, kind of both of them trading blows back and forth. And Terry Funk, like, Terry Funk's hard to watch as a match. He's so awkward. Yeah. Like, (laughs) he's like, you know, everybody, well, he's old then too. And then, hell, freaking 10 years from now, he's still doing it and he was doing it in ECW, you know, and even crazier matches. But, like, he's just like, it's just so awkward to, to watch him, like, wrestle, you know, and, you know, the finish comes out of kind of out of nowhere. It's like, oh, you know, let's go for the spinning toehold. No, it reverses into a figure four. Oh, into a small boy. And one, two, yeah. three, like, oh, wait, what? 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 You know, like, it just didn't make any. Did like, Flair even get the figure four on in this match? He did get, did it, get it on. Yeah, yes, he did get it on him. Yeah. And, um, you know, and but because Jim Ross was like, he beat Dusty Rose with this. He beat Harley Race with it. I <laughs> can't recall any match. That Flair didn't have against a jobber that he beat them with the figure four. I remember the Dusty beat because Dusty passed out. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, he passed out and he pinned him, you know, whatever that way. But and he, regular, he only beat jobbers with the figure four. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't know. I do like that figure eight that his daughter <laughs> does. I really yeah. do like that. That's like a kind of a, a an updated twist. Um. So yeah, that I mean, Flair wins. You know, woo. He's that whatever, and then out of nowhere at afterbirth, we get freaking um, Muda comes to the ring and starts beating up on Flair, and it's like what and you know so they start double teaming you know Flair, Funk and and Muda, and they're just beating superpowers come together. Well, that's exactly what my note says. This is like the crowd's like we want Sting, we want Sting, and then he finally comes out. And, you know, they're fighting them off. And it, it felt very superpowers-esque. And the crowd was not quiet for that. They were well, on their feet and screaming for that because to watch those two. And at this point no in time, 
they haven't really well no sting and flair together no. At that point in time, by the way, Flair got the miss and he looked like a fucking scroll whose face was partly <laughs> changed and then he was also the person on the other side. Um, he, uh, you know, see, because at this point in time, him and Sting hadn't had a real feud, right? No, I think he'd been, Sting had primarily, hadn't he gone back and forth with like Barry Windham and Luger? Like if he was yeah. fighting the horseman, it was at that level. Right. But this is, but they'd had the, the clash match though, right? At this, by this point. I thought that was, isn't that after? Doesn't. No, that has to be before. Cause we, I think we watched that. That first clash, or not the first clash, but they had a, the hour long match or something like that. And, um, I want to call that clash too, but they had that match, but then they never really feuded after that. And then again, Flair's not long for WCW here in a moment. And uh, he's going to be gone, you know, within a year or so. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and if I re- remember correctly, like Arn's coming back here pretty soon. And this is, uh, this is going to set up that long feud for, because Oli comes back too, that long feud for where they turn on Sting. Mm-hmm. You know, they like re form the horseman or whatever and then that freaking crappy black scorpion crap where freaking somebody essentially flares the black scorpion and it, yeah this is like some super terrible booking definitely so, like pushing flair out the door so what would you rate that match it was good mm-hmm. eh, decent it was decent I, I think it was good but yeah. I think it's it's only it's not as great as the the steamboat match so no yeah you're okay. right uh the this was preceded but it wasn't didn't really amount to anything the 45 minute draw against sting yeah that's what i thought that's but then like he went on and feuded for with you he went from there to feud with the rest of the horsemen so right yeah and then because i think coming out of this flare feud with muda I believe. yeah and sting, this is where sting becomes one of the horsemen yes and then the horsemen turn on him i think Oli comes back or whatever Black Scorpion. Yeah. And again, I'm out of the game at this point. So anything me seeing this was probably reading it in Wilkie's, you know, seeing if I could read this, pretend I was trying to get that Playboy was on the top shelf. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That, By this time was, next year, it's Sting's going to be teaming with the RoboCop. Just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. <laughs> Who the heck is RoboCop? Literally RoboCop. Literally so. RoboCop. What? <laughs> Boy, guys, yeah. I can't wait for that episode. I wouldn't Man. say we missed it in wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah, we uh, what we purposely didn't watch. Yes, yes, Robocop. What we purposely did not watch in wrestling. Um, but the crowd goes nuts when Sting makes that save. Like they're all together, and then at the end of the match, you know, Jim Ross's voice is gone. He's like, oh my God, like his voice is completely gone. You know, the he calls him over. He's like, come on over here, Sting. I yeah. haven't said thank you in 10 years, but thank you. You know, he gives that, like, freaking fired up promo. And Sting is kind of like. Yeah, the funny, that was hilarious. Like, like yeah. Flair's going off and Sting's like, I don't know what to do. I have what, no idea. What, what, what do I do with my hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was. <laughs> I've never been in the in the in the brawl across the stadium and the yes. fired up from what do we, like, what uh, do I do with my hands? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, 
And then, uh, like, but Haji, you're right. It did feel very superpowers-esque, like them two teaming up. You know, like you have your one of your, you know, biggest heels and one of your biggest baby faces, them two getting together. Like, I thought it was like, you know, I, I would have been hyped for that in 89 if I had been probably three years younger. I would have been super hyped for that. Like, I would have gone crazy. But yeah, it's, man, it's no Nikita and Dusty. No, no, it's <laughs> shades of, but not the same. Obviously, it's more like Macho Man and Hogan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. As much as I hate those two, yeah, as much as I hate Hogan and Orndorff. That you know what? That's fair. Um, okay, all right. Did that ever happened? Did they team up? Yeah. Before okay. Orndorff turned on him, that's, that's oh, uh, okay. That was the whole Hogan thing: befriend a dude, make that dude somebody. He turned on him, feud with them, just rinse and repeat. Good lord, that's awful. All right, so that's it, y'all. Um, that's it. That's the bad. <laughs> that was. I got nothing else other than uh, we talked like, about this more than the batches lasted. I think. Well, but I mean, I, it, you know, but you said it, Hutch, that this was the best. This WCW was, show we've watched. Yeah. We've rumored it for improvement, but yeah, it is the best one so far. Well, and the worst part of it is that it's only going to get worse. Like that this is like man, this is really going to get like bad, bad. Uh I mean, think about this. They had Scott Hall on this show looking <laughs> like Magnum looking like Magnum TA and they could do nothing with him. He was like just a num uh, just another face. Like in this whole thing. When I saw him, I was like, is that Scott Hall? That is yeah, Scott man. Hall. Looking completely like Magnum TA. Yeah, they're like, it's, they're right. like, it's probably in poor taste to have a Magnum TA stand in right and now. They, yeah, and, they exactly. pro- and they did it on purpose, and that's what yes. they got. Oh, and y'all trying to tell me Magnum Scott Hall won a battle royal someplace? The fuck? <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> sure, he did. Ugh. Anyway, all right. So next up, it will be uh, SummerSlam 89. What's the main event on that? Hogan and who? Hogan and the Barber versus Randy Macho Man Savage and Zeus. (laughs) I throw my pen in in disgust. Can we do that right now? Well, the opening match is the Hart Foundation versus the Brainbusters. That's that. I know what our watch along is. Uh, Yeah, that'll be that. You might reconsider that after you watch the match. Yeah, yeah, something tells me. Yeah. Shoot. That's not good either. Well, anywho. But yeah, we'll be back with SummerSlam 89 as we rotate our way through the end of this um, year there's, of oh, wrestling. There's a Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes is in the WWE or WWF when next we meet. So there's a, oh, there's a Dusty Rhodes match. Yet, is he? Yep. Oh, he's but, just a common man working hard at his dream. Uh, yep. How did you remember these themes? I just watched it. I don't care. <laughs> I can watch the shit. And I'll be like, huh? Oh, yeah, we we'll be treated, and I think this should be our our watch along. We'll be treated to Dusty Rhodes versus the Honky Tonk Man in the next pay per view. They fought each other. Wait, he's not. But he's but he's not polka dotted yet. I don't think. Yes, he is. He oh, he's polka dotted already. There was never a time when he was not polka dotted. 
Does he have his mammy name? Does Sapphire is not there yet? Sapphire, the mammy name. I believe when we meet Mr. Runnels, he will have (laughs) completed his entry feud with the big boss man because he has a police hat and a nightstick, which I assume he got from the former penitentiary penitentiary guard of Cobb County, County, Georgia. Cobb County, Georgia. Um, But no, he's feuding with Honky Tonk Man. And uh, there's a great coon face dusty interview yeah that's you're in for a treat that's the highlight that i could see on that particular <laughs> program was dusty Rhodes over his shit and like being a total clown wow. like yeah. a total vince mcmahon clown right wow. vince mcmahon got him for the money cash them chicks oh right. god damn bought all, all right. his ious at the autumn saloons and you got now you got work for me <laughs> Alright, y'all. You may find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We will be back at some point with SummerSlam. That's going to be my freaking watch along during lunch tomorrow. I'll watch it during lunch tomorrow. But, uh, yeah. Alright. So, as the producer of this podcast, I'm signing off. Uh, Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. Alright, we'll see you. uh, We'll see you, Polka Dots. I'll Polka Dot it out (laughs) next time. Oh man, but for the greatest man. burials in wrestling history. <laughs> man, and no is sapphire. That's no all. sapphire yet. The That's worst it. is still to come. It's, <laughs> as bad as yeah. it's gonna be, it gets worse. Good. God almighty. God dog. Hot sign off me. I'm gonna watch these Deshaun Watson videos before I watch this shit. Where's that delete button? Alright. So, Alright, well, all right. we'll see everybody on the other side. Please. <laughs> see. Peace.